The MarTech Podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything Podcast Network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. From advertising to software as a service to data, Across all of our programs and clients, we've seen a 55 to 65% open rate. Getting brands authentically integrated into content performs better than TV advertising. Typical lifespan of an article is about 24 to 36 hours. If we're reaching out to the right person with the right message and a clear call to action, then it's just a matter of timing. Welcome to the MarTech Podcast, a Ben J. Shap LLC production. In this podcast, you'll hear the stories of world-class marketers that use technology to drive business results and achieve career success. We'll unearth the real-world experiences of some of the brightest minds in the marketing and technology space so you can learn the tools, tips, and tricks they've learned along the way. Now here's the host of the MarTech Podcast, Benjamin Shapiro. Welcome to Connected Data Week on the MarTech Podcast. This week, we're going to publish an episode every day talking about what you need to know about the value and practice of weaving multiple data sources together to better personalize your marketing. Joining us for Connected Data Week is Josh Francia, who is the Chief Growth Officer at BlueShift, which is a San Francisco-based company that helps brands deliver relevant connected experiences across every customer interaction. BlueShift's Smart Hub CDP uses patented AI technology to unify, inform, and activate the fullness of customer data across all channels and applications. And in addition to providing us with our guest today, BlueShift is also a sponsor of the MarTech Podcast. So today and I, Josh, are going to talk about the value of CDPs and connected data. All right, here's the first installment of Connected Data Week with Josh Francia, Chief Growth Officer at BlueShift. Josh, welcome to the MarTech Podcast. Great. Thanks, Ben. Thanks for having me. Glad to be here. Excited to have you as our guest. I appreciate you and BlueShift being a sponsor of the podcast. And also excited to talk to you about what I consider to be one of the biggest growth trends in the MarTech space. I think CDPs are actually going to be a thing one of these days. <laughs> You're not the only player in the game, but everybody seems to need and want one. Let's talk a little bit about, first off, the landscape of CDPs. There's a lot of things that are calling themselves a CDP these days. What do you call a CDP? Well, it's definitely a very popular acronym. That's for sure. And it's gained in popularity over the last few years as well, where we've seen many different solutions and platforms kind of reposition themselves and to essentially call themselves a CDP. The way I think about CDPs, I think of CDPs in two subcategories. I think of CDPs as kind of these pure play, traditional CDPs. And those are ones that essentially are one step better than kind of tag managers. They pull in data from a variety of sources and they help you do the data routing, the piping to where those data elements eventually need to go. And in between there, they may create a unified profile to kind of uniform some of that data. So I look at those as kind of pure play CDPs. They help the companies understand what's going on with their customers. It helps companies get access to their customer data and then eventually helps their customers put that customer data somewhere else. Then on the other subcategory, we have these smart hub CDPs that are really focused on activation. 
So they do that same type of ingestion and unifying your customer profile, but instead of that data routing layer, they actually have an orchestration layer. And that orchestration layer is really meant for customers like marketers to go in and actually create customer journeys based on real-time interactions and do the template creation, do the testing, do the all that stuff. So actually your customers see the benefit directly from it. So I think CDPs are really like one of those two flavors, either your traditional CDP or your kind of a smart hub CDP. You use the plumbing metaphor. And to me, the way that you have described the difference between a traditional CDP and a smart hub CDP, I'll use plumbing again. One is the pipes to get water or sewage from the toilet to the street or, you know, from the pipes to inside your walls. And a smart hub CDP basically adds the fixture that allows you to manipulate and control the heat, the temperature, the flow of what's coming out, the end product. Which brings me to my next question is, how do you figure out the value of connecting your data? There's a couple different options and flavors in CDPs, whether you want to go the traditional route, you just want plumbing, or whether you want something to actually help you with your marketing efforts. How do you evaluate which one's better for your business? Sometimes they can work together as well. Sometimes it's not necessarily one or the other, but I think generally speaking, it's what are you trying to accomplish? Are you trying to get a hold of data management? And it's really a choke point for your data team and your organization at large to say, hey, we just have to figure out a way to you know, essentially uniform our data and have a good sense of it and understand where it's going, what vendors or what solutions we have to connect with. And we just need a one centralized choke point for all that stuff, right? Like a grand central. If that's kind of your primary use case, then you know a traditional CDP is a really good spot for you because it's really a data management use case. If your primary use case is, hey, we need to activate our first party customer data, we need to do better job of personalizing their experiences with all the data they're providing us in a variety of these channels. And we need to make sure that those experiences are reflected on whatever touch point they're talking to us at that moment. If that's your focus, then you really need a smart hub CDP because your focus is really about activation. It's not so much data management, it's data activation. So I think those are the two decisions you have to think through as a company when you're evaluating what type of CDP you want. I wanna congratulate you. We're about five minutes into recording this podcast and you've already won MarTech Bingo by saying the term first party customer data. It's the topic (laughs) of the year right now as we're getting away from third party data as the cookies are going away. Everybody's starting to think about how to collect more and how to use first-party data better. And to me, the Smart Hub CDP is basically giving you the ability to collect all of your sources of data and actually provide value with it, as opposed to having to weave it through to other tools. Talk to me about how you think about the value of that data and how does a Smart Hub CDP help you increase the actual value and utility of your data? So it's two parts. One is once you have the data and it's in profiles, you can access it. That's a big problem, right? A lot of people, a lot of marketers, a lot of front-end business people can't access their first-party data, generally speaking, right? It's not in a platform. Let me ask a clarifying question. Sorry to cut you off. That seems like table stakes. What do you mean that people can't access their data? Well, they have it, right? If you talk to a lot of companies, where's your first party data? Oh, yeah, no, it's in this data table over here, or it's in this data store, or it's in Redshift, or it's in BigQuery. And so they can ask somebody to write a query for them, and they can get a CSV file, and then they have to upload it to a channel marketing platform to actually execute anything. 
but they don't actually have a way to access their customer data and make sense of it without going through other means because this doesn't exist in one generalized, one centralized platform. It's just stored in data warehouses and data stores and stuff like that. So that's the first problem that a lot of companies have. And they solve it right now through people and process. But if they had a platform, they could do it not only much more efficient, but they actually have a higher fidelity because the data is not being translated and there's no lag in data, data loading. So that's the first problem. But then once you have the data in one spot, AI becomes really, really valuable. And that's the smart component of smart hub CDPs is there's this AI component that can become super valuable for marketers to lead them and answer four important questions when you're going to marketing. Who should I target? What should I recommend or show them? When should I talk to them? And where's the best channel to message them on? And with AI, you can actually answer those questions, not just for segments, but for individual people. And so as those individual scopes or individual models are built, you can actually get that sense of how I can become smarter now and how being smarter actually helps you drive a lot more growth, a lot more revenue from your marketing activities. What I'm hearing from you is the way to derive value out of your first party data using a smart hub is A, purely access. It's I don't have to go to a data engineer. I don't have to go to an analyst to ask them to run a query because I'm an executive marketer and I just don't know the coding language to be able to pull my own data. It takes that level of complexity out and there's some sort of additional accuracy that comes along with that. And then the second is the the notion of personalization. Give me the four questions that you said before. That seemed like something that we should include into a tweet or a something. What are the four questions you can answer? There are four W's, the four W's of AI marketing, right? It's who to target, what to recommend, when to message them, and where they're going to be most receptive, what channel. So those are the four areas. If marketers can get insight and an advantage to say each individual person, I now know who, what, when, and where, and how to actually message them with marketing content, that has a compounding effect on a positive increase in, in, their, in their return and, and conversion rates. So the last question I have for you, who, what, when, and where seems like something that every marketer should want to figure out in how to reach their customers. But there's the scenario where, you know, some people don't need to be that personalized. You know, if you are a marketing agency that's looking for 10 customers, you could probably figure out who, what, when, and where manually. Are there specific industries, specific classes of businesses, specific types of organizations that really need to get into this level of personalized data? I think as you get bigger as an organization, you need to get more personalized. And certain industries, customers expect personalization. So for instance, we work with a lot of media companies. When you're streaming videos or watch or reviewing content on people's websites or people's apps or other, their OTT devices and things, you expect a level of personalization happening. You also would expect them to recommend things at the right time for you to actually take action on that. So that's a great example of like, who's going to be receptive to this new show that's coming out or this new article that we just posted? When can I talk to these people about it? Where's the best place to message them? And if you know all that stuff and you can access it and make it easy to actually incorporate that in your marketing journeys, then you've really hit a home run with little effort. And I think that's the main challenge. I think a lot of times when we think about marketing, a lot of people that don't have this layer of AI, they kind of default 
to thinking about broad brush AI, you know, demographics and even firmographics and things like that to understand general trends within their population and with their target market, but they don't get down to that one-to-one level of individual preferences. To me, you're talking about media businesses. Hey, when I go onto Netflix, they have to know who I am to create personalized recommendation of what the next piece of content that they're going to share with me is. Or they just put the squid game in front of everybody. <laughs> right. Two, e-commerce businesses. Hey, look, if I'm on an e-commerce site and they know that I buy men's extra large shirts and I like plaid prints and button downs, they're probably going to show me that content as well. Talk to me a little bit about how Smart Hub CDPs work in organizations that have lower volume of merchandise and products. You know, somebody like a B2B SaaS company, is this useful still? I would say I would almost look at like finance as another example. So consumer finance companies don't have hundreds of SKUs, right? They have maybe five to 10 loan products, right? Credit cards and mortgages and personal loans and so on. They use this. We have several finance companies that that use BlueShip and they use it to say, hey, this person could qualify for a lot of these loans from a credit score perspective. But what one is most interesting to them and which one are they most interested in? Are they interested in credit cards? Are they interested in a HELOC? Are they interested in a personal loan? And if you can figure out which one that is and which has a higher probability of them responding, then you're going to put more effort behind that one and message them on across all channels around that. And then if you also knew, hey, they're most likely to respond at 3 p.m. to our marketing messages, you're also going to index more on that. And that's how you can kind of build these things, almost they're almost like blocks. You build upon each other. And that helps you drive some great return and great value to all your customers. Yeah, what I'm hearing is that the Smart Hub CDP and using connected data to build personalization is not just only about personalizing your marketing outreach. There's a big component of merchandising here as well. And so we're going to talk about not only the process of unifying your data, how to create some great experiences, how to do some omni-channel marketing using things like Smart Hub CDP throughout the rest of the week. And that wraps up this episode of Connected Data Week on the MarTech Podcast. Thanks to Josh Francia, Chief Growth Officer at BlueShift, for joining us. If you'd like to hear more of Josh and BlueShift's tips to effectively connecting your data, we're going to publish an episode every day this week. So hit the subscribe button in your podcast app and check back with us tomorrow morning when we talk about unifying and activating your customer data. If you can't wait until our next episode and you'd like to learn more about Josh, you can find a link to his LinkedIn profile in our show notes. You can contact him on Twitter where his handle is Josh Francia, J-O-S-H-F-R-A-N-C-I-A, or you could visit his company's website, which is blueshift.com. Just one more link in our show notes I'd like to tell you about. If you didn't have a chance to take notes while you were listening to this podcast, head over to martechpod.com where we have summaries of all of our episodes and contact information for our guests. You can also subscribe to our once a week newsletter and you can even send us your topic suggestions or your marketing questions, which we'll answer live on our show. Of course, you can always reach out on social media. Our handle is MartechPod, M-A-R-T-E-C-H-P-O-D on LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Or you can contact me directly. My handle is Ben J. Shap, B-E-N-J-S-H-A-P. And if you haven't subscribed yet and you want a daily stream of marketing and technology knowledge in your podcast feed, we're going to publish an episode every day this year. So hit the subscribe button in your podcast app and we'll be back in your feed tomorrow morning. All right, that's it for today. But until next time, my advice is to just focus on keeping your customers happy. Thank you.
Thanks for listening to the MarTech Podcast, and I hear everything production. Looking to launch or scale a podcast like this one for your brand? Then visit IHearEverything.com.